business. I got my wild cherry diet Pepsi. And uh, I got my blackjack gum here. And I got that feeling. Mm. Yeah, that familiar feeling that something rank is going down out there. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you... Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers got a hug. Come out to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. Oh, you. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. You ever seen a grown man naked? Everybody's out there doing good. It is Saturday night. It is Hollywood Hangout. I am David Richardson, the host of this show. Hope everybody's doing good out there. I really do. Um, I'm doing pretty good. Been a. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna take these headphones off for a while. We're not gonna need them for a little while, actually. So I'll go ahead and pop these headphones off. Um, been one of those days. Uh, family's been gone all weekend. My wife usually goes to her dad's for Easter, so. That's where she went, and uh, I've just been uh, kind of hanging out here today, just me and uh, me and the dog, kind of me and the dog hanging out, having a good day. Got the lawn mowed, clean out the garage, so I did a lot of things that I uh, don't usually get to do when uh, everybody's here. So no wife, no kids, just me and the dog, me and my man Scooter, just hanging out today. So uh, that's pretty much what we did. He was out there mowing the lawn with me, and uh, we were having a good time. I even gave him a dinner I wasn't supposed to. I'm not going to say what it was, but <laughs> I gave him some. All right, I gave him some steak. Leave me alone. He's only got a few teeth. I cut it up very small for him. But uh, 
Yeah, I gave my dog some steak. He deserves it. He's a really good dog. So he takes care of my kids. And he's uh, he's just a good boy. So give him a little extra, a little bonus tonight. Gave him a little, uh, little steak. So he deserved it. I couldn't finish. I had two giant steaks. But um, anyway, got a pretty good show. Actually, I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually excited about this one. Um, going to be talking about an actor, a stuntman. Um, yeah, just kind of an all-around great guy who's had some real tragedy in his life, which we'll get to um, as we go through this. But uh, going to be talking Terry Serpico. Terry Serpico a lot of times gets mistaken for Anthony Michael Hall. I don't he does sort of look like the older Anthony Michael Hall, but um, this is a guy, uh, you know, I've always said I like to do, uh, you, you might hear my dog walking around back here. Uh, won't hear him anymore. He jumped on the bed behind me. Um, always like to do shows on not just guys. I, I do I do have a few women on my list that I do want to do. Um, talk, not that way. I'm sorry. I want to talk about and spotlight um but this gentleman right here is one of those guys you've seen in so many movies you've seen in so many tv shows you've seen him in just so many things that you're like hey, i recognize that guy i recognize that guy i recognize that guy and yeah you do uh again terry serpico this guy's been in so many things uh started off as a stuntman so we're gonna get into all that um, but definitely you've seen him recently. You've seen him in law and order. Matter of fact, he was just on last week's episode. Um, he's been in law and order. He has been on criminal minds. He has been on so many TV shows and I kind of wish I was doing this on YouTube. I just, um, I didn't, I'll be honest. I've just didn't want to get dressed and do it on YouTube. I'm pretty messy right now uh, i haven't shaved in a few days i'm i mowed the lawn today i'm still in my sweaty shirt from that so anyway i uh um i'll get into that in just a second i'll tell y'all what let me go ahead and jump into a little bit uh let me go ahead and get the plugs done real quick and then after i get the plugs done let me raise up my mic just a touch there we go that should help a little bit um like i said I'm gonna go ahead and get the plugs done real fast and then we will go ahead and talk Terry Serpico. Um, like I said, I'm going to get into his uh, early life as much as I could find. He's another guy like uh, Stan Shaw, very private about his personal life. Um, one thing he wasn't very private about, which we'll get into in just a few minutes here. But uh, let's go ahead and start off. I got the music playing. I don't want to leave it playing too long. So let's go ahead and knock out the plugs. That's right. Where do you want to be tomorrow night, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time? You want to be checking out the high marks. That's right. Where are you going to do it? You are going to do it on Mixler.com slash Metal Mitt Podcast Network. So go check those guys out. Go check out Cheese Man Mojo and G-Wiz, the high marks, Sunday nights, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And, of course, you got Bobby Anthem, Bobby Blades. They are the Inhumans. They are on the Inhuman Experience. And you can check them out on all the usual podcast platforms also. And, of course, you've got uh, Eric, Doug, Daniel. They are everything unscripted wrestling podcast, EUP Network on Blog Talk Radio, and all the usual podcast platforms. And go check out Stephen Milan. He's over there reviewing movies. 
uh, over there on Letterboxd, B-O-X-D.com slash Stephen Milan. And you're not going to want to miss Wednesday night's Dirt Sheet Dudes right over there on uh, right where you should be listening to this, Mixer.com slash Dirt Sheet Dudes. Um, definitely want to be checking that out right around uh, that 10, 15 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, there we go. I'm going to go ahead and minimize these bad boys. I can stop the music playing in the background. And we can go ahead and start talking a little bit about Terry Serpico. Um, like I said, going to start off a little bit of his early life, what I could find out about his early life. Um, like I said, very, very private. A lot of the stuff is just kind of meh. You can find most of this out from uh, Wiki and everywhere else. Yes, absolutely. I dug. Trust me, I dug. I could not find much on this guy. Um, But his movie career and his TV career and everything else he's done between stunts, he's even directed some stuff. Uh, Actually, one thing he directed, some uh, TV shorts, but he has done enough to where this is definitely... Um, one that I'm excited about doing. So let's go ahead and start. Mr. Terry Serpico, uh, born, uh, June 27, 1964 out in Oklahoma. Um, now you think the last name Serpico, you think the cop movie with Al Pacino. Of course you do. Frank Serpico. Well, guess what? His dad is named Frank Serpico, but it's not that Frank Serpico. It's not the Al Pacino Serpico. I think that film was in 1973 or four. Um, not that one. That's not, his dad is just happens to share the same name, but his dad is not the famous Frank Serpico police officer from uh, NYPD. No, no, not at all. Um, but um, he has three other siblings in his family. He was actually the youngest of the three. Um and he actually, it's funny, one of his roles he's most known for is his role on Army Wives. And it actually was a good fit for him. Um, lived on five Army bases, was sort of an Army brat uh, between the United States and Europe. His you know, dad always moving. Um, he likes to surf. He likes to play golf. Um, started doing that when he was kind of going everywhere, just kind of moving, moving them all over the place. Then he moved to New York. After completing high school. Now, he did do a little bit of acting in high school, which, uh, you know, um, basically he he played, uh, where is it here? He played Snoopy. In, um, he played uh, portrayed Snoopy in, in uh, You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown, in his high school. And actually liked acting, just like the whole works about it and all that stuff. But um, he did get a, get a degree um, from, uh, the university, uh, the state university of New York. Um, he also attended Boston university before graduating from the state university of New York, uh, was married, had a wife named Aaron Serpico, had two children. Now this is where it's going to, uh, unfortunately we're going to take a small little turn here and have to talk about some really bad stuff. Now he has one daughter named Stella and a son named Calvin. Um, before we go any further, I do want to talk about Calvin just a little bit. Uh, I'm going to have to put the headphones back on. Now I was, um, while I was doing this, uh, I was trying to find as much as I could on this story that I'm about to talk to you guys about. His son, Calvin was shot, um, a home invasion 
Two guys walked in looking for drugs or money. He had neither. They shot him. I'm gonna uh, uh, I'm gonna play it in just a second here. You guys will hear everything from there. But um, I looked for articles on this story. Couldn't find any. I mean, could not find anything on this story. I don't know if the guys guys have been caught. I don't know. This was back in 2017. It was actually back on uh, in September, September 21st of 2017. Um, during that time, uh, th- this is all over all the uh, fundraisers and everything, I believe. I don't know if you can find any more. I didn't really look, but um, I'm going to go ahead and play this. This is uh, at one time back in, uh, this was November 2017. He did reach out for help. Um, and this just kind of tells the story of what what happened to his son, which is why I'm playing this. Um, so here we go. At 12.30 in the morning on September 21st, my son Calvin's life took a dramatic turn. Two men pushed their way into his apartment. They wanted drugs or money. He had neither, so he told them a joke, and they shot him in the throat. He remains paralyzed from the chest down. Now, while this wasn't a life that Calvin dreamed of, it is a life that is still filled with tremendous promise and potential. But the everyday things that many of us take for granted have become considerably more difficult for him, if not impossible. They require specially adapted housing, transportation, and equipment. So please consider donating in order to provide Calvin with the resources that he will need. All right, so this is where he kind of talks about where you can donate. And again, the, the I, I, you may still be able to. It's youcaring.com slash Calvin Serpico. Um, I'll tell you all what, I'll pull that up real quick. Uh, give me one sec. Let me see if, um, that actually is still, let me go ahead and highlight this and go to, no, it's not there anymore. It was a, uh, it was a you caring starting a GoFundMe. It is not there anymore. So no reason to really play it. But, um, again, it just kind of tells the story of what happened to this, uh, this guy's son, uh, Terry Serpico and, um, pretty Pretty sad stuff right there. Obviously, a home invasion. Two guys just came in and they just, you know, he 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 told a joke, which that's obviously his son has fucking balls that clank because, you know, you you got two guys in your house with guns and you're 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 telling jokes. Uh, <sighs> that's not what I'd be doing. I would not be telling jokes. I can tell you that shit right now. Um. So, but, uh, his son, from what I did, uh, from what I did gather is still paralyzed. He's still in a, in a wheelchair. And, um, that, that is obviously a tragedy that no father should have to go through. Um, just awful. It, it really is just awful to even, uh, have to even talk about that story. But, um, as I was kind of just, uh, th- this was the only real thing that I found. And to b- be honest with you, this isn't even on wiki stuff like this about him. Uh, it looks like his wiki stopped in 2017 and no one's updated it really. So this isn't even on there about his, his, uh, his, his son, uh, being shot. But, um, obviously this guy's been through some very, very, um, deep tragedy in his life with this, but, um, you know, still doing great. And uh, we'll see. Still doing good, though, out there acting. Um, now, like I said, he doesn't really talk a lot about his uh, 
personal life. Didn't even talk about his ex-wife. The rumor was that they met in uh, something called the Rodeo Bar, which was a famous bar in New York. He was a bartender there while trying to get his career off the ground, and that's where they... uh, she was an assistant manager, and they met. Um, now, like I said, he was a stuntman. He did start out as a stuntman. Now, he didn't just start out as a stuntman, actually. He, he He's done stunts up until 2007 um, uh, for movies. So he was definitely, and that was the Born Ultimatum. Now, the first movie he didn't just do stunts for he actually had a small role in uh, it was in 1997 he did a, he did stunts for a uh, little movie called homicide life on the street that was actually a tv show he did that for later on he would actually go in the same year to uh, actually a few years later uh, he would go on to be in the film for a small for the, the homicide film uh he was in the imposters that was another tv show and he did stunts for that. Daredevil did stunts for that in 2003. 2004, he did stunts for New York Minute. Ladder 49, Alfie. 2005, the movie Stay, The Sentinel in 2006. My Super Ex-Girlfriend, he did the stunts for that. And The Born Ultimatum, he also did stunts for all the way up until 2007. <clears throat> so he was... So really, the year this guy got his big, big break... In acting was actually in 1997. Uh, he had done some small stuff before that. Uh, he'd been in one episode of All My Children. Um, he was in something called Cyber Vengeance, which I didn't even bother looking up. Yeah, I can look it up real quick. Let's go ahead and look up Cyber Vengeance and see what this is. Uh, this was a movie starring, <laughs> starring Robert Davi, uh, Matthias Hughes. <clears throat> seen him a few times and it looks like a movie kind of going back to kind of like a hackers type of thing he doesn't even say what the movie's about uh, it says the year is 2005 <clears throat> the prison system is run by the private sector hold on here let me just get into it the prison system is run by the private sector business tycoon R.D. Crowley has created a virtual reality prison alright that's all I need to know uh, he had a very small role in that little thing right there. He was played Montgomery Valentine. But 1997 is where uh, he really got his acting break. Um, ended up doing four things that year. <laughs> Actually, I mean, a, a lot of st- for an actor, that's that's a pretty decent amount of stuff right there in one year to do. Now, the most known thing that kind of really kicked his career off was his role in Donnie Brasco. He was the strip club owner. I don't know if you guys remember it, so of course, I'm going to play it for you. Here we go. You owe me eight grand. No, hold, hold, hold on, wait. Wait, I, I gave you the diamond. Left, who's, who, who's this guy? He says it's a fugazi. What's a fugazi? The diamonds are fugazi. No, no, what, what is fugazi? Come on, you know. Don't you tell me what I know. You know what you did, pal. One of you's gotta be wrong. No, that's, that's a Tiffany fucking diamond. Left, that is my wife's fucking diamond ring. It's a fugazi, Left. You took away your wife's ring. Look, you bring that ring to any kike on 47th Street, he's gonna tell you that that is primo. You took away your wife's ring to go 
that on the Giants? Hey, look, you don't want to give it back to me, okay? Hey, left, come Eight thousand dollars. Let me talk to this fucking guy for a second. Just give me a half a fucking second with a guy, would you? Eight thousand dollars. Lefty, why don't you go to the bar and have a drink? Let me let me talk to the guy for a minute. Come on. Hey, I got a fucking black belt, pal. So you fucking. You understand what I'm saying? Now we got about two minutes to figure a way out of this thing. I'm sorry. You sorry? Oh, shut the fuck up. Sorry ain't gonna do it. I don't wanna die. Yeah? I don't wanna die. What kind of car do you drive? A Porsche. Give me the keys. Give me the keys. Whose car is it now? It's lefties. Lefties left. That's for the fucking drinks, pal. There you go. An incredible movie. Again, uh, if you really dig into the authenticity of this movie, you're going to find a lot of shit is bullshit. Matter of fact, if you, I, I said on even on the other night, if you go to Netflix, you can look up a lot of actual Joe Pistone interviews right there. And um, he'll let you know a lot of that movie is bullshit. And he'll let you know what was true, though. Um, but that was Terry Serpico down there begging for his life. It's Lefty's car. I got a black belt. I don't think it fucking mattered to Johnny Depp. Um, and obviously we had Johnny Depp there and Al Pacino right there. In, uh, in that. And it's funny, he gets, you know, it, it, the, the poor guy, the last name is Serpico. His father gets mistaken for Al Pacino's movie. And there he is in a scene with Al Pacino uh, and Johnny Depp, two incredible actors. Um, actually, you know, it's funny. Last weekend I watched all the Pirates of the Caribbean with Johnny Depp. Great Great movies. He, he he's such a great actor. He really is a great actor. Yeah, I, again, I I don't give a shit when any of these guys think when it comes to uh, politics or anything. You give me a great movie, I'm fucking watching it. Matter of fact, uh, I'm planning on watching A Bronx Tale tonight, and we know what a wackadoo <laughs> De Niro turned into. Uh, but anyway, let's keep going with the year 1997 on uh, on Terry Serpico here. Um, 1997, Donnie Brasco, like I said, probably was his, I mean, this was really a stepping stone part for him. Um, you're still going to hear that he did, you know, it definitely had a few smaller parts and still did some just kind of one-off quick things, just sort of, you know, going through. But, um, after Donnie Brasco, he was, he had a very quick role in Copland. He was known as the wincing cop, Tony. Uh, was in The Peacemaker, which was a, uh, a George Clooney movie. Uh, it was George Clooney and Nicole Kidman. Um, they were both uh, in that movie. It was kind of a nice little political action thriller is what they call it. And um, wasn't a bad movie. Wasn't a bad movie. I've actually seen that one. He was one of the snipers in that movie. Um, but that was just all in 1997. So you can see his career is starting to take off already. He was also in... From 1997 to 1998, he was in a couple episodes of Oz, which was the HBO uh, drama. If you've never seen that, that's fucking amazing. That really is a great, great television show. If you've never seen um, Oz, you, you really should find a way to check it out. It's a really, 
I mean, you want to talk about a dramatic TV show? That show's got it. It's 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 a fucking good TV show. So then, you know, that's 1999, 1998, starting to get more things going. Obviously, filming more because 1999, he had more coming out. He had a TV movie called Earthly Possessions, uh, where basically he was just a just a gas station attendant. Um, Earthly Possessions uh, was uh, Susan Sarandon. Um, honestly, she was the most famous act actress in it. She was the most famous Hollywood actor in the whole movie, to be honest with you. Um, so also was in, uh, Random Hearts. I don't know if you saw Random Hearts. That was a, uh, film with, uh, Harrison Ford and, um, da, da, da. Yeah, it's really been one of those days. Here we go. That was the film with um, Random Hearts, the film with uh, Harrison Ford and Kristen Scott Thomas. It was based on a novel, um, but uh, didn't have a huge part in that. He was an evidence technician. Um, and then he was in Bring Out the Dead, which was the Martin Scorsese film. I got to tell you, I've never seen that one. Um, it, it was supposed to be some sort of psychological drama um, based on the novel of the same name, Bring Out the Dead. Uh, it was Nicolas Cage, Patricia Arquette, John Goodman, Ving Rhames. Never really saw the movie. Probably good. I probably need to add it to my list of movies to watch. So I'll do that. I will definitely do that. Um, but then we go from from 1999, and this is where it starts kicking off. He was uh, goes right into 2000. And we start off with Frequency, which was a... a Decent. I I I have seen this. This was a, a little science fiction thriller where um, Dennis Quaid and Jim Caviezel. Uh, Dennis Quaid was talking to aliens and shit over the radio. Uh, good movie. Good, very pretty damn good movie. I, I I won't lie. I actually like this one. Um. So he was in Frequency, and now he also did Homicide the movie, which was a movie about the television show I had just talked about that he had done stunts for. It was um, a movie where the boss that was played by Yafit Koto, G, uh, they called him uh, G. Ardella. Um, that was his last name in the movie. Um, was G. Ardella, but it was uh, Al G. Ardello. And he gets shot, and literally all the police come back for this movie that had been in this show for years. Daniel Baldwin, Ned Beatty, Richard Belzer. Um, which is funny because if you watch Law & Order SVU, Richard Belzer played Detective John Munch, which was the actual character brought over from Homicide Life on the Street to Law & Order SVU. It's kind of weird that they did that. Um, they even brought back his girlfriend at one point from the Homicide Life on the Street to be in an episode of Law & Order SVU and brought up the whole thing. I thought it was kind of a cool little uh, cool little tie-in right there that they did with all that. It was, it, it, I thought it was. But, um, yeah, he was in that also. And then he had gone on to, uh, to go to Hannibal. Obviously, that was uh, he was a, a police officer in that movie. That was the movie with, um, uh, I believe that had, uh, oh, God, why can't I think of this guy's name? Um, Anthony Hopkins, Julianne Moore, Gary Oldman, Ray Liotta. My God, this was a stacked movie. Um, but it was the final chapter. 
you know, all the Dr. Lecter stuff. Didn't see this one. Didn't see this one, but I probably should check it out. I really probably should check this one out. I uh, probably should do that. Because I like all the other ones. I really, they were great. So wouldn't hurt to check out all of them. All right, so that was also 2000. And then we go, uh, he was also in Law and & Order and Law and & Order SVU, both in 2000. Um, he did two episodes of uh, Law & Order. He's been in four episodes of Law & Order SVU, and obviously he's been in a lot more now because he's been in the last 13 episodes, and he's not going anywhere from what I see. Um, so that was all in 2000. He also did Third Watch, which was a television series um, uh, created by John Wells. It was a thing that went over six seasons, and it was, um, I didn't actually get to see it. Another one I didn't get to see, but uh, it was supposed to be a good show. I'm surprised I didn't watch it. It sounds like something I'd be right right into watching. Um, but anyway, that was 2000. Let's get into 2001. Um little TV show he did. Once again, he was in Law & Order Criminal Intent and loves doing Law & Orders. <laughs> and he was also in something called 100 Center Street. Um, he was actually in nine episodes of that. That was a uh, little TV show created by, uh, it was starring Alan Arkin. And it was a, uh, a legal drama. It was Alan Arkin. It was Val, uh, Val Avery, Bobby Kennevall. A lot of good actors, and I, I like Alan Arkin. So that 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 I'm surprised this is another one I didn't see back in 2001, but I did not. And he also did something called Vendetta in 2001. So, like I said, you can see more and more and more. His career just keeps getting kind of you know kind of just keeps ramping up and ramping up. Um, 100 Center Street is with uh, Joe Montana, Henry Cav- Cav- Cavill. It's a uh, kind of a it's it, it's a mafia movie. Uh, another one I haven't seen. I'm definitely adding this one to it. I I pretty much like everyone in this fucking movie. Um, let's see here. I'm going to go to the full. You'll give me a second here. Raised by an uncle in New York after his parents died in an attack orchestrated by the mafia, Thomas, now an adult, is sent to live in Italy. There. While his tortured past and the death of his parents come back to haunt him, he feels increasingly drawn to Thelma, his uncle's mysterious wife. Soon, Thomas will learn the truth about the death of his parents and foment a vengeance of great heights. I'm going to watch this. This looks right up my alley. 100% uh, up my alley. So I'll be watching this. And this was just another film. He didn't have a huge role in this film. Um, but... Uh, well, I mean, I guess he was. He did play the uh, one of the fathers. I think it was an early scene, though. Um, but anyway, let's get into uh, 2002. Honestly, he just kind of stayed with the Law and Order. He did one episode of Law and Order uh, in um, in 2002. He was also still doing uh, 100 Center Street at that time. He was in a couple episodes of, of that during 2002. So that's the reason he probably didn't do a lot in 2002. And 2003, he was still kind of doing a few things. Um, was in Law and Order Criminal Intent with, that year. Then in 2004, he was in Company K uh, as Sergeant Dunning, Sergeant James Dunning. 
Um, this was a TV movie, I believe. This was, um, yeah, it was a, a TV movie. A novel made into a TV movie where, and again, you'll kind of see a pattern with him. He plays a cop. He plays military. That's mostly what he plays. He just has that look of a military man, obviously from being an army brat and living, you know, in on five army bases. That helps a little bit. Um, but he just looks like that. He just has that kind of militant look. He's got the, you know, very, he's, he's a built guy and he just has a look of either a police officer or a, a sergeant or some sort of military guy. And um, those are the roles he usually ends up playing um, in, a, in a lot of things. So after that, he also did a TV series called Line of Fire. Now, this was another one I'm kind of surprised I didn't see. Another one that said it was a political drama um, that exposes the stories of a young female agent. And uh, he was in he was in more than one episode of that, actually. He was in two episodes of uh, of that. He was in the first uh, uh played Clyde Bowen in a couple of parts. So, but again, you're going to see, he just keeps, he just keeps playing that same role. He was uh, on the path to nine 11, which was a TV miniseries up in, uh, in, um, in 2006, but whoop, I skipped 2005. I apologize for that. Everybody in 2005, he was in the interpreter rescue me and Johnny zero not quite sure what Johnny Zero was. Let me take a quick look at that bad boy. Um, oh, an ex-con wants to start an honest life. His old crime outfit wants him as well as an FBI agent who's working on a case against his former partners in crime. Uh, let's see who's who's in this TV show. No one I can name and a guy who's actually called GQ. Let's move past that. Um, <laughs> what that is. Uh, Rescue Me was obviously the Dennis Leary show, which was on FX, was a huge show for a very long time. And he was in The Interpreter, which uh, another, uh, this was a Sidney Pollock movie, had Nicole Kidman, Sean Penn. Um, it was a pretty decent movie. Pretty decent movie. I actually remember seeing this one. Um, and he played an FBI agent in that movie. Uh, imagine that. Um but then we go to 2006. Uh, again, we got the path to 9-11. He was in a couple of episodes of that. And then, of course, he was in The Departed. He played a detective, Detective uh, Tailing Quinnen. Quinnen. Uh, the Departed, obviously, was the Leonardo DiCaprio uh, film. It was loosely based on the um, Whitey Bulger life and all that stuff. Um, the Winter Hill Gang. Which was all was a bunch of a uh, bunch of South Boston guys, um, but uh, yeah, I, we actually reviewed a movie about Whitey Bulger. Also, we did Black Mass, me and Anthony back in the day. Great, great, great fucking movie. I liked it. Um, and he also was in something called Find Me Guilty, where guess what? He played an FBI agent. That's right, uh, FBI agent Michael Carey. Like I said, you're going to see a pattern. You're definitely going to see a pattern here. Um, this movie had Vin Diesel in it, Peter Dinklage, Ron Silver, if that tells you anything about um, 
about Find Me Guilty. But I got to tell you, it actually looks like a looks like a pretty decent movie. Uh, it's set back in the late 80s, a low-level gangster named Jackie Dinorskio. Dinorskio defends himself in court in what became the longest criminal trial in American judicial history. Sounds like it might have been a true story. I actually, uh, another one I want to check out. I'm kind of getting a little, uh, little, uh, little list going here of movies I need to watch. Um, pretty cool, pretty cool. So, uh, all right, let's get out of that. And we're going to go ahead and go right into 2007. Another big year for him, really starting to ramp up the, his career, obviously. And um, he was Michael Clayton. Oh, I'm sorry, the movie was Michael Clayton. What the hell am I doing? Um, he played Mr. Iker, so he wasn't a cop. He wasn't an FBI agent. He wasn't a military man. But, of course, then we go to Army Wives, where he plays Colonel Frank Sherwood. He was in, looks like, I mean, 108 fucking episodes. Um and by the way, back to Rescue Me, he wasn't in one or two episodes. He was in episodes from 2009 to 2010. He was in 15 episodes. Um, actually, from yeah, 2005 to 2010. Excuse me. So he was Cousin Eddie. He actually had a good good run on that. Um, but anyway, we're at 2007 here. Um, he Again, Army Wives, 108 episodes he's been in of that show. CSI Miami, he was in one episode. Uh, obviously, we all know what that is. Kidnapped. Now, Kidnapped was a little crime drama, which was on NBC. It was a TV series, and he was Virgil's boss in one of the episode episodes. And he was in something called The Bronx is Burning. He played a... Uh, that was a baseball movie. Um they actually used to call uh, Yankee Stadium the Bronx Zoo because it was in the Bronx. Um, so The Bronx is Burning, though, was a movie about Mickey Mantle. It was uh, pretty good. I actually did see this one, and uh, he actually played Mickey Mantle. Terry Serpico did, so definitely a starring role for him there. Um and then it kind of, honestly, in 2007, he just kind of did that. Uh, 2008, did do a ton of stuff. Did something called the New 20. Uh, he was, uh, again, not a police officer, not a, um, not a, not a, a military man. He was just a, just another character. Um, this I've never seen, but this starts Bill Sage. He's actually got a, he's second on IMDb, which means he's, obviously in the movie a lot, 2008 movie, and Righteous Kill, which I can't believe I have not seen Righteous Kill. This is De Niro and Pacino together, and I don't understand why I have not seen this movie. Um, I believe they're both cops. 50 Cent is in this movie. Uh, ooh, Carla, uh, ooh, Carla uh, Gugino, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, John Leguizamo, Donnie Wahlberg, Brian fucking Dennehy is in this fucking movie. Yep, another one added to my list. I'm just going to have to go through his list and watch all these movies with Terry Serpico in it. Um, coming down, I can't believe I haven't seen that movie. I really can't believe it. But I have not. Uh, 
Then we move up in 2009. You did Kings, which was another TV series. He was in one episode. He was just a dock worker. Again, you, you, you see this guy's not like, hey, I was in Donnie Brasco. I should be doing these really big movies and big parts. And I'll take whatever he can get, man. He goes, I mean, like I said, he was he was doing stunts up until 2007. Um, so, you know, he was doing stunts while doing all these acting gigs, too. Just a guy that goes out there and, you know, it, it, like I said, I try to do guys that or, you know, people in movies that you in television that you you see and you go, I recognize that guy, but I don't know his name. Hopefully you'll go to IMDb, look it up, and get to know more about him. If not, hopefully you'll listen to this show and go, hey, look, someone talked about him. I can learn all I need to know right there. So anyway, he was in Kings. Uh, again, one episode. The Men Who Stare at Goats. He was a driver in that movie, and that's another one. Got to admit, haven't seen it. Have not seen this bad boy. Um, don't know anything about it. I know it was supposed to be a really funny movie, a comedy. Um, had Ewan McGregor, George Clooney, Kevin Spacey, Jeff Bridges, uh, Stephen Lang, Robert Patrick, uh, Stephen Root. Tons and tons of people were in this movie. Um, my God, Nick Offerman. And, and the list keeps going for this this uh, this movie. Might need to check this one out, too. Um, but that was pretty much all right there in 2009. Then we go to 2010. Didn't do too much because he was still filming Rescue Me. And, um, basically that's what he was doing all through there. He was still doing all the Rescue Me episodes. And it looks like, like I said, he was filming a lot for that show. So 2010, all he was in was something called, uh, Angel Camouflaged. I don't even know what that is. Um, oh, this does not look. This looks B-movie. James Brolin was in this. Carlos Bernard, I actually know who he is. He was in a an episode. Um, doesn't look very good, to be honest with you. Scotty's life changes when she inherits a bar in South Carolina. Uh, an exciting rock and roll, emotional adventure. The will of a woman and her brother to find the strength. Okay, maybe. Maybe. 2010 movie. It's not even rated. There's no rating for this movie. Definitely a B movie. But again, I like the fact that this guy doesn't have, you know, that little fucking God complex where he just thinks, oh, I, I should be doing more. Out there working his ass off, obviously. Um, 2011, he did Body of Proof. If you haven't seen this, go to, go to Hulu. You can actually watch this show in complete, complete, complete. You can watch every episode of it um, right there. You can actually watch it right here on IMDb TV also if you have that. So you can check that out also there. Not a bad little show. It's um, I've actually watched it a couple of times. It's got Dana Delaney, Jerry Ryan, um, and it's obviously it's a it's it's a lawyer show, but. It's it's more than that. It's it's lawyers. It's also medical examiners, and of course, the medical examiner kind of always solves the crime. But um, pretty good show. I actually enjoyed this show. But it, like I said, if you want to ch- uh, watch it, you can watch on. Uh, yeah, you can watch actually on uh, IMDb. You can watch on ABC, Hulu, 
and you can rent it on Amazon. So there you go if you want to check that out for free. Again, I've watched it. It's a pretty good show. And he also did a short film in 2011 called Montauk. I have no clue what that was. He played Jim. Terry played Jim. Um, Oh, it was actually a short on some of the conspiracy theories that have gone around that Montauk area. From government projects to... Ooh, this looks, this looks good. Mm, it's not that long of a movie. Oh, shit, it's eight minutes. Oh, I'm going to have to check this out. Oh, I, I, I like shit like this. I do. I really like stuff like this. I'm going to have to definitely take a look at that. Then we get to 2012. He was in Man on a Ledge. Didn't have a huge part, but he was in that NYC 22. I don't know if anybody remembers that television show. Uh, it was six rookies, and they were just sent out on patrol in Upper Manhattan. It was a different kind of show. It really was. It was Adam Goldberg, who was in an episode of NYPD Blue. He died. Um, Lily Sobinski. Adam Goldberg was the, if you ever watched Higher Learning, he was in that. He was the uh, the guy that um, pissed off uh, Michael Rappaport. And I'll tell you what, Days and Confused. I just want to dance. Adam Goldberg. That's Adam Goldberg right there. So that was NYC 22. Wasn't a bad show. I, I saw a couple episodes. I, I got to be honest, I, I really couldn't dig into it like I could a lot of the TV shows that um, the, the cop shows that I I really enjoy but um, wasn't a bad television show there was in premium rush uh, played the policeman in the park he's uncredited for that but then he was also on a really good TV show called person of interest this Now, I've watched this a few times. It should still be on Netflix. Um, It's an ex-CIA agent and some rich programmer. Uh, The rich programmer is hilarious. It's got Jim Caviezel, uh, uh, Kevin Chapman, Michael Emerson, who plays the um, uh, the rich software guy. And they basically just go out and do good deeds. It's really it, it, it's really a cool TV show. He has a computer that tells him, sees the future, and can tell him when someone is about to be involved in a crime or something. A little minority reportish, but they go out and basically they stop it if they can. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And I, I would bet this is on, uh, you can watch it on HBO Max, uh, Amazon, you can rent it, but uh, it's on HBO Max. If you want to watch it, it was on was on Netflix for a while because that's where I watched it a couple of times uh, in full. I watched it. So it was a good film or a good, good show. I really did enjoy it. And he was still filming Army Wives during these years. Then he was in a TV series called Unforgettable. Uh, never saw this really. Uh, He didn't have a huge role in this, but uh, this was Poppy Montgomery. I don't know if you uh, know who she is. Cold Case. She was in Cold Case. Uh, Dylan Walsh also in this. Uh, Let's see here. Pretty much most, mostly what I know. That's most of the actors I know right there for Unforgettable. Uh, 
Then he was in something called The Carry Diaries, another TV miniseries that he did. Um, this went from the end of 2013 to 2014. I never saw this, obviously. Um, and I honestly don't even know anyone in this. So anyway. But then we can go to Blue Bloods. I obviously know know that show. And yeah, he did. He, he was in a one episode of Blue Bloods. Kind of surprised he didn't come back, but I immediately knew knew who he was. And of course, he was an office, a police officer. He was a major. Like I said, you see a pattern here. All right, here we go. Which is going to roll us right into a little more of 2014. Drop Dead Diva, the TV series, and Criminal Minds. Obviously, I've seen the Criminal Minds a ton of times. And he did play a bad guy. He did play one of these serial killers in this show. And he was also in 2014. We've got a couple more here from 2014. Something called Day One, another TV miniseries. Intersection, where he played a cap, uh, character named Dwayne. Then we get up into 2015. Now, he was in the TV show Elementary, um, which I haven't watched it. My wife actually watches this TV show. She enjoys it. Johnny Lee Miller was in this. If you don't know who Johnny Lee Miller was, he was the star of Hackers. He was zero cool in, in the Hackers movie. So, And it's got Lucy Liu. I, I, I always liked Lucy Liu. Um, so I haven't seen it. I know it's one of those shows you can kind of watch anywhere. I just haven't watched it. I, I guess I should. I'm sorry, but I have not watched it. Matter of fact, it's on Hulu right now. You can get seasons one through seven. Um, and then he was uh, also in 2015 he was in another little TV series one episode turn uh, Washington Spies and then it's uh, Firmly Grounded another short he did then he was in uh, in 2016 he kind of you know we're seeing the uh, again just steady working uh, once you come up to that now 2016 he was in the fifth wave Another one I haven't seen, but that doesn't matter. Um, four waves of increasingly deadly alien attacks have left most Earth of, of Earth in ruin. And this, him and another character are out there just trying to save the world. So he was in that. Didn't have a huge part in that. That actually, I do remember when this movie was coming out, all the commercials for it. I do. I do remember that. So, all right, we got that. Limitless TV series he was also in. The Purge election year. Mm-hmm. I have not seen any of these Purge movies. Not one. I got to be dead honest. I have not seen any of them. But uh, I do know that they are not that good from what I've seen. But I know there's like five of these things. I don't know how they got away with doing that many of them. But... He plays Earl Danzinger. I'm not sure what happens in that. Another short he did. He seems to like doing little shorts. I'm not sure he's doing these for friends or what. But uh, Island of Palms was a little short he did right there. And then in 2017, he was doing some Sneaky Pete. That's right, that TV series that was out for a little while. Uh, 2015 to 2019, that was with Giancarlo. uh, I'm sorry, Giovanni Ribisi. Uh, boil, uh, boiler Room, he was in. Um, 
My God, he's done so many fucking movies, this kid. I can't even think of him. He was in an episode of LAPD Blue also. Two of them, actually. Uh, but Sneaky Pete, The Two Worlds of William March. A sergeant. He played Sergeant Dunning. That's his uh, going up there. The Adventures of Hooligan Squad in World War Two or Three. I'm sorry. Mr. Mercedes, which was another TV series. Did that in 2017. Yeah, I'm still going through 2017. Star Trek Discovery, Designated Survivor, all seven episodes he was in. I believe that was all the episodes that did. Oh, no, that did three three, uh, three seasons, 2016 and 2019. That was the uh, Kiefer Sutherland show. Uh, didn't see that. Did not see that shit, but that this looks right up my alley, this TV show. Low-level cabinet member. Becomes president of the United States after a catastrophic attack kills everyone above him. Might be something kind of cool. Might have to check that one out. Then we roll into 2018, though. He was in the Good Fight TV series, Napoli, Ever After. Did a one episode of the MacGyver TV series, which I haven't watched any of that. Then he did something called Mike Nine. That was in 2019. And then I'm going to give you a couple of shows I know you guys have heard of. He was in The Inspectors. He was Mitch Olemeyer. He was in 106 episodes of The Inspectors. That show was from 2015 to 2019. And he's in a show right now. Yellowstone. He was in the early seasons. I don't know if he got killed or not, but he was in Yellowstone. That's that Kevin Costner show. Uh, Kevin Costner, Luke Grimes, Kelly Riley. I have not seen this, but God, I hear a lot of great, great things about this television show. I probably need to go ahead and watch it. Um, and The Inspectors was another show I heard a ton about. I just never, never watched it. Uh, Homeland uh, is another TV show that I'm surprised I haven't seen. He was in three episodes of that. He played a general in the military. I still believe he was in that right there, which I'm not even sure what that was. We can check that out real quick. I still believe he had a small part in that movie that says that, basically. Gary Sinise is the only actor I've ever heard of in this movie, so that's a good thing for Gary Sinise. But uh, Homeland is another TV series, though, that I believe you can... It's a bipolar CIA operative, and she becomes a, a prisoner of war. And they kind of use her as just kind of to get information. It's 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 kind of a good TV show. It was 96 episodes. And uh, let's see here. You can watch it on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can watch it on Hulu. You can watch it on Showtime. Yeah, you can watch it on Hulu right now. So that's another great one right there. The Flight Attendant was another series he was in. He was in uh, five episodes of that. He paid Bill Briscoe. And we go to Cobra Kai. That's right. He was in Cobra Kai. Two episodes. Captain Turner. That's right. So there you go from there. We only got a few more here. Uh, That was in 2021, obviously. 2021, he seemed to really get his ass back to work. (laughs) He was in Faceless. Birdie, The Mosquito Coast, The Equalizer TV series, three episodes of the Hightown TV series. 
And from 2021 to now, he's been in 13 episodes of Law and Order SVU. So he is right now doing that. And uh, that's really all I've got right now on him. Um, but uh, what I got, I've got a couple of clips I'm going to play and then we'll wrap this up. Now, I did say he had directed something. The Inspector's TV show, he actually directed seven episodes of that t- uh, TV show. So, you know, getting his hands in, in that, um, just kind of, you know, like I said, actor, stuntman, director. This guy's definitely, you know, got his hands in a lot of uh, of facets of the business. So, um, all right. I guess what I'll do is play a couple of clips for you guys. And uh, we can go ahead and wrap this bad boy up. I got one clip of Army Wives, about a minute, 22 seconds. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and play that for you right now. Quite a list of infractions, Sergeant. Now that we've heard from your chain of command, what do you have to say for yourself? No excuse, sir. I don't think I have to tell you that an Article 15 can derail a soldier's career. No, sir. I understand Colonel Sherwood was personally involved in the chain of events. He's asked to weigh in. Thank you, Colonel. There he is. Terry. Sergeant LeBlanc's recent behavior has been a disgrace to the uniform. However, that is not the soldier that I have come to know and respect. He is one of the finest young leaders in the 23rd. I have first-hand knowledge of his conduct on the battlefield. His quick actions under adverse conditions resulted in a hard-fought victory. Not without cost. His squad suffered their first KIA, and I witnessed his compassion as he comforted his soldiers and restored morale. Speaking as a former enlisted man myself, I think Sergeant LeBlanc would make an outstanding officer. And to lose him would be a personal tragedy and a great loss for the Army. Thank you, Colonel. Well, So there you go. He's got that. He sounds like a fucking officer. He looks like the he's got the, you know, the short blonde hair. and Pretty much he's always had it, except in Donnie Brasco where he had the long hair. But he's just got that tough, rugged look about him to where he always plays this officer or this or, or, or this military man or this police or FBI or whatever. But he plays it so well, which is why they want to keep bringing him back for these roles that he plays so goddamn well. Uh, that's a compliment. <laughs> that's definitely a compliment to his acting ability a little i mean yeah you could say well he's typecast a little bit but he's also played some other roles so you can't completely say the guy is typecast but uh gonna go ahead and play one little clip from law and order minute and a half and then i really think that's all we got um i was hoping to dig more into his early life and career but him and stan shaw keep their life and career you know, early career, just kind of close to the vest. So I gave you all I could. But um, all right, here we go. Little Law and Order SVU for you guys. You got a suspect in custody. Country Jones. He was the last one to see the uh, latest victim alive, right? Yeah. He's got a barbecue joint. There were knives everywhere. He checking for his DNA. And he's the one that led us up here. Yeah, well, maybe he wanted to be caught. These women were butchered. Cap. Yes, they were. And then he laid him out like, are you just throwing some goddamn dinner party? Make the case. 
Okay. Make the case because this is evil. How's the chief doing? I wasn't expecting him to get that upset. So there you go. Playing the chief, chief of uh, NYPD, uh, which is kind of over everything. Chief of police there. Um, I believe there's only a couple above him and then it goes to the commissioner. So pretty high ranking role for him right there. But once again, I, I, I enjoy do, uh, talking about actors and actresses on this show that again, you'll be watching, a, a, <coughs> excuse me, a, uh, a movie, a TV show. And you just go, yeah, I saw that guy in, you know, whatever movie, whatever TV show. Yeah, I know who he is. I've seen him before, I've seen him before. I like to put a little spotlight on him because they're guys that I've seen before and they're guys that should get more, more credit than they do a lot of times. Um, listen, I'm not saying they're, you know, low on any totem pole or anything. I just feel like they deserve some spotlight every now and then. Um, and Terry Serpico definitely deserved a spotlight. Uh, like I said, just seemed like a seems like a really good guy. Um, you know, obviously, like I said, we played the video, uh, went through a horrible tragedy with his son, and you know, it's not something that just goes away. It's something he has to live with and deal with, and literally deal with. I I don't know how old his son was when it happened, but obviously old enough to live on his own. And I mean, it's hard to still be living on your own. So you're pretty much taking care of family when, when that happens, you know, so, or having family take care of you when that happens. So, you know, son's paralyzed now. So I don't know. And again, I, I dug for that story. I could not find anything on that story. Every time I typed in his son's name with the word shooting, shot, anything, all I kept getting was, uh, Frank Serpico articles about the real Frank Serpico, not Pacino, the, the real one. That's all I kept getting. So I tried, I tried my best, but, uh, all right. I think on that note, yeah, I'm going to get out of here. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to fucking get out of here. I'm going to knock out plugs. I enjoyed the hell out of that little episode right there. Um, really like talking about Terry Serpico. Like I said, I like doing these spotlight episodes. <coughs> Next week, I'm definitely going to get back to doing some, a movie, kind of. I'm actually going to do a comedy show. I was uh, planning on doing Jim Brewer, heavy metal comedy. Kind of want to have a little fun. I want to knock that bad boy out, and that's a great one to do. Love Jim Brewer. I love that comedy show, that comedy special, whatever you want to call it. And uh, that's what I want to talk about next week. We'll play some clips. We'll laugh. We'll have a great time. But until then, check out the high marks. That's right. Cheese Man Mojo, G-Wiz, right over there. Mixler.com slash Metal Mitt Podcast Network. Definitely be checking out those guys. Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. It's the high marks. Check them out. Bobby Anthem, Bobby Blades, The Inhumans on The Inhuman Experience. Check them out on all the usual podcast platforms. Get subscribed. And while you're subscribing, go ahead and type in Everything Unscripted Wrestling Podcast. It's Eric, Doug, and Daniel having a good time over there. And you can find them EUP Network on Blog Talk Radio. 
and uh, all the other podcast platforms. And Steve Milan sharing the show. Find him on Letterboxd, B-O-X-D dot com slash Stephen Milan, two L's in Milan. And uh, me and Smart will be back. We'll be back Wednesday night, Dirt Sheet Dudes. Going to be episode 250. So you probably want to check it out. Uh, there may or may not be some happenings going on. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. If you're there, you'll know. If you're not, you won't. So be there. And I think that's about it, folks. That is uh, Mixer.com slash Dirt Sheet Dudes for that show. And that is right around 10, 15 p.m. Eastern Time, right after AEW Dynamite. But uh, anyway, had a great time doing this tonight. We're talking all about Terry Serpico. Like I said, next week, Jim Brewer, heavy metal comedy. That's going to be a blast. He is a wild, talented man. And um, that one's going to be a lot of fun. So, all right, folks, on that note, Have a great weekend. The rest of it. Oh, happy Easter tomorrow. That's right. I forgot about that. Everyone have a happy Easter tomorrow. And that is it. 